Hey, everybody, it's JT from Grilling at the Green. John Breaker and the great folks at Birdie Ball have a short time offer for all of you listeners. You just go to birdieball.com, and when you place your order, there's a place on that form for a discount code. Use G-A-T-G. That's G-A-T-G. Of course, it stands for Grilling at the Green. And you will get 20% off anything you order from birdieball.com. Now, it's a short-time offer. It expires in about a week, so you want to get on it. Go to birdieball.com, place your order, uh, use the code G-A-T-G, and get 20% off. You heard it here on Grilling at the Green. It's time for Grilling at the Green. Join Jeff Tracy as he explores the golfing lifestyle and tries to keep it in the short grass for the hackers, dew sweepers, and turf spankers. Here's Jeff. Just open up the door and let's take good times in. Hey everybody, welcome to Grilling at the Green here, based in Portland on AM860, a number of stations around the country in the Golf News Network. I'm JT, and today we've got Gary Van Sickle from Sports Illustrated and Morning Read and all those things, and we'd like to thank the folks at Painted Hills Natural Beef for supporting the show, Beef the Way Nature Intended, and by the way, uh, they just got their online store revamped and up. And so for all the folks that listen to this show, my other show, Barbecue Nation, if you go there and you order something online, when you get to checkout, there's a little coupon area. Just type in BBQ Nation and it'll save you 15, 15, 15%, 15.15% off your order. That's a pretty good deal. And also supported by Birdie Ball, named the best golf mat in 2022 by the folks at My Golf Spy. So you can check that out at birdieball.com well the masters is coming up so gary kindly uh agreed to be back on the show and we can give you an overview of the masters and first of all welcome bud how are you what the the masters oh oh my god no Uh, already i'm not ready (laughs) i had no idea did you get credentialed this year well I did get credentialed, and the funny thing was, then I got an email from uh, somebody in the PR department, the media department, saying, congratulations, it's your 40th Masters, and I kind of forgot about that, and then I got a uh, a personally signed note from Chairman Fred Ridley congratulating me on my 40th Masters, yeah. and says, oh, bring your family down to the awards dinner, and we'll get you passes, so it's like, I had no idea they did that. Frankly, I was kind of miffed about not getting credential during the pandemic two years. Right. When some people who were, don't know anything about anything got did get credential. So I kind of figured, well, I got my 40. That's fine. I didn't. I forgot all about that thing. So I got this thing in the mail, and I was really surprised. And uh, the Masters people are, are pretty, pretty nice. They do details like this. Nobody else keeps score. Nobody at the USGA says, oh, two more, and you get 40 or anything like that. So, right. They're uh, they're buying some buying a table for my family at the banquet, uh, the Jeep golf riders banquet on Wednesday night, and they're getting some passes from my family members, so they're coming down, and uh, and I'm credentialed, so it's all good. But I was, I was completely taken off guard. It's like, oh, I wasn't even thinking about that. So, well, that's yeah, cool. 40th, but it's kind of like yeah, it's called the major Masters Major Achievement Award. It's like. It's more like having perfect attendance, but hey, <laughs> it's still not that easy to do. It takes no. 40 years to get it. Yeah. Hey, will this be like the first time your wife or your son have been able to go? 
No, uh, my wife came down once for a day. My wife and some came down once for a day. And, of course, that was a day they halted play like at 1130 because of rain and never went back out. And uh, as a sign of protest, my son and I went out and played golf that afternoon somewhere else, even though they couldn't play at Augusta. Right. Uh, and then uh, at some point, they invented a 20-year award, which they give your like your your spouse a guest pass that year and that but that was i don't you know i'd already was like done 28 or 30 by then and sure uh it was i must have been a new thing because they certainly didn't mention it when i hit 20 anyways they keep track they keep score uh so they've yeah they've both been there uh my son's father-in-law is considered part of the family so he's coming down so his wife said this is the first thing on his bucket list that he's going to be able to tick off because he's a huge golf nut. Oh, good. So I don't know what else he has. Uh, singing with Sting, bungee jumping off the Mackinac Bridge. I don't know, but he's he's gonna he's gonna get to walk the grounds at Augusta, so he's gonna have a good week. Oh, good for him. Why? Well, and I hope he hits the merch tents fairly early. Uh, there, there's, you know what? I've determined there's no good time to do that. <laughs> You would think you go in Thursday morning, like 11 a.m., people are all out watching the action. No, there's still hundreds of people jammed into the store. It's nonstop. There's no good yeah. time to go. Yeah, yeah. Well, because you know, there's kind of two crowds. There's people who have practice round tickets Monday to Wednesday. So they're in there those three days buying their brains out. And then the regulars who have master's badges for the week or for at the play. Yeah, they're there. So Thursday and Friday, they're loading up. Maybe, you know, maybe Saturday afternoon when the leaders are in the back nine's a good time. But, you know, I'm kind of busy doing some other stuff at that point. Right. So there's right. no good time to shop. Let's put it if you're if you're working. But it's always crowded. I can't. Can you imagine how much money they make? Oh, millions. I mean, it's it's millions and millions. Yeah. I mean, I know things have gone up in price, but. You know, when you're paying 50 bucks for a golf hat or something, whatever. I looked at the yeah. prices about a year ago and I was like, wow. Well, if, you, if you're looking at prices online, those are people who bought stuff there, brought it home and are trying to resell it. So there's an extra middleman in there. Yeah. You can't just like buy stuff from Augusta National direct. I mean, you know, the prices are normal. A hat's probably 35 to 40. But when a guy's reselling it, now it's 50 or 60. Right. The thing is, you don't have to buy merchandise, but you have to have food and drink. And their concession prices are incredibly reasonable, unlike any other event. So they know you're going to be there all day. You got to get some water or Coke or a coffee and a sandwich. They give you a great deal on that. But you want a Peter Millar shirt? Well, the first number, it's, it's three digits on that price. So yeah. that's, that's reality. And that's, that's, it's pretty fair. And, you know, the real pro move is if you do get in the shop and buy stuff, you come out right next door. They have a. It's usually a UPS store. You go, you come out with your bag of stuff. Go get in line for the the other place, and you walk in and you ship it home, so you don't have to carry it around, or you ship it to whomever you bought it for. Sure. And you're done. You wash your hands of it. So that's that's pretty clever. I like that. I like that. Um, so you're got- going to ask me, well, how come I haven't sent you anything? It's like, well, I don't know. <laughs> Make sure you don't give me your address because that's my excuse. Yeah, yeah, no, it's all good. I, I, I wouldn't ask you to do that. 
Well, I might one day, but you never know. Uh, actually, I turned down an invitation uh, to go this year just for the fact that I didn't want to sit six hours on a plane with my knee bent. That's yeah. the one, that's the one thing that's still got to come around a bit. Maybe it's, next year. Next year, I'll do it. I will be there. All right. So we've 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 got two minutes left in this segment, Gary. So give oh, us good. Your, we haven't talked about a thing. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah, but give us your two-minute overview of going into this year's field, the Masters field, I mean. Well, we've got parity. It's kind of like the NCAA basketball tournament. You don't really have a necessarily a favorite. We've kind of got three guys who've separated themselves, John Rahm, Roy McIlroy, and especially Scotty Scheffler. So those are the three guys you're looking at. And beyond that, you know, you have somebody – the artists, the creative guys like Jordan Spieth who always play well there. Sure. But it's hard to, for me, it's hard to look past Scotty Scheffler because he's really good. He doesn't have a weak spot in this game. He plays well at the same courses every year. And this is one of them. And he's, a, he's like Spieth. He's a chipping genius. He doesn't get quite as much credit for that, but I think he's every bit as good. So uh, I like Scotty Scheffler. But there's no reason not to like John Rahm and Rory and some other guys. But uh, we don't we don't have Tiger and Phil. It's not like one guy gets the focus. Right. We got at least three guys and maybe four or five or six who are at the top of the list of who might win and who might play well. I'm I've turned into kind of a well, I like all those guys, but I've kind of turned into a John Rahm fan because I don't know why I just like him. I just like the way he plays and, and I, I like that he gets ticked off like, like yeah. us. Yeah. It's okay to get mad and then you forget it and move on. So he, he shows you his emotion. That's people like somebody who lets them in and showing emotion is, is a way to do that for the fans or smiling is the other thing. You know, you and I've talked about Matt Kuchar and Phil Mickelson were born with this yeah. their, their face at rest. They're smiling. <laughs> and that makes people think they're happy, nice guys. Right. Doesn't matter if it's true or not. Matt Kuchar could well be cursing under his breath at you, but he's smiling, and you think, "Oh, isn't he a nice guy?" So, right, people like to watch players who are real and authentic and are having appear to be having fun. Yeah, and that that kind of grabs them. Absolutely. We're going to take a break here on Grilling It's Green. We're going to be back with Gary Van Sickle right after this. Don't go away. Hi, everybody. It's JT, and this is a special version of Grilling at the Green. Grilling at the Green is brought to you in part by Painted Hills Natural Beef. Beef you can be proud to serve your family and friends. That's Painted Hills Natural Beef. Welcome back to Grilling at the Green. If you'd like to email us, it's really simple. Just go to info at grillingatthegreen.net. And you can find us on Facebook and Twitter and uh, the 24-7 Golf Channel now on iHeart uh, through Golf News Net. So we're all there. And Gary and I are talking about the Masters upcoming. I got the, I actually printed out the, the list of who all scheduled to play. And um, just... I just want your thoughts on, you know, like one name that sticks out is Larry Mize. Uh, Larry's a past champion and all that. And 
when is the time to say I'm not playing anymore? You know, we saw Jack do it. We saw Arnold do it. We we've seen other guys do it. Um, you know, some of them are just too bloody old, but uh, like Marco Mera and some of those guys aren't playing. So what's a good time? Do you think you've watched these guys plays for years? Yeah, it's different for everybody. I'm pretty sure Larry Mize already said, all right, this is it. Yeah. This was my last time. And he may get out there and wish he'd said it a year ago. I think 65 is the max. Somebody like Bernhard Langer can probably still, you know, finish in the top 20 at 65. Somebody like Larry Mize, who's not, you know, mopping it up on the senior tour, probably not. So I think 60, the guys after 60, if they're not playing very well in general, I, you know, I'm sure the club, or I'm not sure of anything, but I, I would think the club might say, are you sure you want to come back and play? Because we all remember when Doug Ford was out there and he's playing his brains out to shoot 94 because he's, you know, he's hitting three wood into the power fours and he can't reach them. Right. And Gary Player, even his last couple of years, he, he, He's so good with all these clubs, but he he the length is way too long. So I, I would say 60 is the time when you should evaluate it each year and maybe get some help from somebody at the club who suggests that maybe now is a good time to hang it up. But, you know, it is, an honor, it is an honor to be part of it, and it's part of the deal you can play until whatever, 65 or whenever they think you're right. done. I, I would say 65 would be the max, and – Honestly, for most guys, 60, 60, you could you could hang it up and come on, play the par three course, be seen, you know, hang out for a couple of days, pretend yeah. you're there, but you don't need to play after 60. I, but I wouldn't put a rule in for that because there are people like Fred Couples and Bernhard Langer out there who are outliers. Yeah. And you just don't know. Yeah. You never know what what Langer's going to do. Um, he, yeah. He, he He's grinding out his game like he always has. I don't think he has the length probably, but you know, Fred Couple still hits it pretty far and he loves the course. There's a guy who you you don't know. He he if he was on the leaderboard after Thursday or Friday, I wouldn't go, well, I can't believe that. Yeah. You'd go, yeah, I'm it, it's he's that good and he's he's got a feeling for that course. And that's he always has. Yeah, I think so. And I think you're right about the, you know, let him come play on uh, Wednesday's part three deal, have, have some fun, shake some hands, side some autographs, you know, have a pimento and cheese sandwich, whatever in the heck they're going to do. Um, and you know, some of the criticism of that is they're taking a spot that somebody else could potentially somebody on the invite list could come play. I don't, I don't, yeah, well, see it they're not I, really because you know, they have, they have specific things you have to do to get in. Right. So whether Fred Couples plays or not, it doesn't change who's the top 50 in the world are. Right. So he's really, they're really not taking a spot from anybody. They they can have as many spots as they want, but because they have a strict, you know, qualifying process, you know, now in a U.S. Open or a British Open, that absolutely you're, well, U.S. Open, you don't get a lifetime pass. British Open, you kind of do. That's one where you are taking a spot that guys are trying to compete for and qualify for. At the Masters, they're not taking up a spot. They're just, you know, that's one less steak dinner they have to serve on Tuesday night at the Champions Dinner. <laughs> well, the Mas Masters, Augusta National, they do their own thing. They're in their own world, you know, and it's 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 a good world. 
but they don't get hit up by a lot of outside influences, it looks like. Yeah, and they're busy. The club is busy buying up everything, they, all the land around the course they can. They're, you, we haven't seen, I don't think we've even seen the beginning of what they're going to turn this into. I, I was just talking to somebody this morning who told me they had bought the whole Azalea, whole block, whole city block of Azalea Street, which I'm not sure, I'm not sure if that's across the road. But they they have knocked down all the buildings on it, and it's already graveled and it's a parking lot. And I'm pretty sure their long term plan is to build some kind of a lodge, so they can house all the players and their families, maybe even the caddies. I don't know, uh, and 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 have them all on property. So you have a lodge on property for your members and your and your players. They don't have to leave the grounds all week. It solves the traffic problem. You got security. You're, I mean, so that's, and when they do stuff, it just happens overnight. It's like Disney, Disney yeah. World. They can put, they can tear something down and put something up in a day. It's unbelievable. So, we're you're you're witnessing. They're they're turning the Masters into Disneyland for golf, and I I mean that mostly in a good sense. Yeah. Well, you know, and some of those first time guys that are playing there, they're not having to pay. Twenty thousand, thirty thousand dollars to rent a house for a week if they actually have the lodge. You know what I mean? There's a, there's kind yeah, of yeah. It's a, just a convenience thing. Yeah. Now well, maybe some people want to, you know, have, rent a house and have it spread out and bring more people in, but they're gonna they're going to keep building things on the land that they own, and they're going to keep expanding the amount of land they own because they've just got some, you know. I don't know what the crowds are. They don't give us numbers, but I would say when I first started going there in 1980, I would say 35 to 40,000 fans were there. You could, you could follow a group that didn't have a big name in it and you could walk along the ropes and get to the green and, you know, you could, there'd be some people to green, but it wasn't a huge crowd. You could watch them put out. Now, no matter who you, who you follow, you walk with the group, you get to the green, it's three deep at the green on every green. Mm-hmm. You can't see anything. It's very hard to walk around. I would say there are too many people on the grounds now, despite the mounting, despite they've only got a couple of grandstands. It's it's a lot harder to spectate now. The numbers, if somebody said there were 100,000 people there, I wouldn't go, well, that's impossible. It could be. They've got a lot of room there, and there's a lot of people. They've done a amazing job of adding a lot more restrooms in the last 10 years, 15 years, which tells you there's a lot more people now than there used to be, but we'll never know the numbers because they are going to tell us. Right. We're going to take another break here on grilling it to green. We're going to be back with Gary Van Sickle right after this. Please stay with us. Hi everybody. It's JT. And this is a special version of grilling at the green. Grilling at the Green is brought to you in part by Painted Hills Natural Beef. Beef you can be proud to serve your family and friends. That's Painted Hills Natural Beef. Welcome back to Grilling at the Green. I'm JT. Today we're talking with Gary Van Sickle. Again, we'd like to thank the folks at Painted Hills Natural Beef, Beef the Way Nature Intended, and my friends, uh, the Breaker family over at Birdie Ball. You can build your own dream green with a Birdie Ball putting mat. Go to birdieball.com and find out more. So Gary and I are talking about the the masters and uh, all the different 
different aspects of it. You know, I think, and we've talked about this before, Gary, but I think that what people see on television, and I work in television part-time, that, you know, in TV, we give, you know, you put your best foot forward, and it's a little snapshot. And I don't think people really realize uh, about the course at, at the Masters at Augusta National. I mean, it's not this flat surface, and we've talked a little bit about that before. But then with the expansion you were talking about in the last segment, I don't think people have an idea of, until they walk through the gate, of really what it's all about there. It's com completely different from when I first went there 40-some years ago. You know, the where the range is now, that was all patron. It was gravelly patron parking. And now they've got a state-of-the-art range. They've got their own little clubhouse for the range for the players and the caddies. And it's incredible. Uh, it's a little too formal. I kind of liked it before. You would come out of that, walk past the clubhouse, and there wasn't like a walkway or anything. You just walked under the trees, covered with, there's just nothing but pine straw on the ground. You walk through the pine straw over to the range, and these guys are hitting balls toward Washington Road, which I think is based going north. Now they're on, now they're lined up by Magnolia Lane and they're hitting balls to the west or to the left versus where they used to hit it. Mm -hmm. And it's all very formal and you can't get as close and whatever. But th those are just some of the many changes. It, it's completely different. It's the scope of things is hard to grasp. And, you know, it's a, if you walk down the 10th hole, from the 10th green tee to the 10th green, it's about a 110-foot drop. It'd be a hell of a sled run if they ever had snow. And then from the 11th tee down to the 11th green in Amen Corner, I don't know, that's got to be another 60 or 70-foot drop. So my, I've always said my favorite place on, on Augusta, the place where I'm most impressed is I stand down by the 10th green. There's a bunch of flowering stuff down there. It's pretty you look back up this incredible hill and you can just barely over the top of the hill, just barely see the top of the clubhouse there. And if that doesn't inspire awe, I mean, I'm almost getting goosebumps just describing that scene. That is my favorite spot because you just go, holy cow or whatever you're, yeah. whoever you like to put after holy, holy cow, look at that. It's amazing. And because the catch is if you're playing the course, you're down on, on the 12th green, you realize, you know, get back to that clubhouse. I'm going to have to go back up that hill one way or another. You know, on the rest of the back nine kind of zigzags, you kind of work your way back up the hill a ways until you get to 18. And then that goes like straight up what's left, which is, you know, most of that 110 foot drop. So 18 is not a great walk. Uh, if you're concerned about Tiger, you might want to Check out how he walks up number 18 every day. See how he's looking. Because hills are not his friend anymore. No. This, the, the high def TV has helped a lot, but it still will never give you the scope of being there and, and, the, and how hilly it is. And you can't see, I mean, there's a million plants there. It was originally a, you know, a, a, not a greenhouse, but nursery. They, thank you, nursery. It was a nursery with all these exotic things. Each hole is named after one of the exotic plants that was there. And you you walk around and you can't, you hit spots 
and you'll catch an aroma of something and you're going, wow, what is that? I'm not a botanist, but it's the best smelling place around. <laughs> and especially a lot of northerners like you and I, you go there in the spring, you know, at home, it's 39 degrees. It's wet, whatever. It's damp. Uh, it's gray. Everything, yep. you know, and in the March, early April, everything smells like a, a wet Labrador outside. <laughs> and you go oh to Augusta and it smells like springtime. It's rejuvenating. And that's part of the that's part of the magic of the aura. You get there and it just like it's it's immaculate. I mean, a first timer would go look at the fairway and go, oh, my gosh, these fairways are twice as good as the greens I play at home. Yeah. I mean, that's how, you know, you can't find a weed. Oddly, you can't find a bird. I mean, I, CBS pipes all that bird noise in on the telecast. I have never personally seen a bird at the Masters, and I don't know how they do it. They must have, like, little sonic devices up in the trees that keep the birds away. But there are no birds there. I mean, if you see one, I mean, they might catch one on TV once in a while, but... There are not birds sitting in the trees. If yeah. they had birds there, they'd be coming down, attacking all the concession areas where people spill popcorn and sandwiches like at a ball game. Sure. So that's why they 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 have some kind of magic anti-bird shield like Star Trek. <laughs> Deflectors full strength, Scotty. Keep the there's a I, there's a blue jay coming. Fire phasers. I don't know what they do, but it works. You know, you were saying about you can't find a weed. I think maybe I told you this before, but I have a good friend who was a Titleist rep up here for a long time, and he, he retired. And part of the retirement deal is they they took him to the Masters, him and his wife, and they put him up in the one of the homes that Titleist nice. or Cushnet was there, and they went to all the parties. They were there all week. He said, but he had never been there before. And so when he walked in uh, for the practice round, uh, there was there were already chairs. You know, people know the stories about the green chairs at Augusta and all that stuff. But they set their chair down and a guy, older guy that was sitting there, had been coming there for, you know, 40 years or whatever. And he said, oh, you can leave it. Nobody will bother it. And and um Dick said, well, we're going to go walk around a little bit. And he goes, well, good. He goes, by the way, he goes, tell me if you find a weed anywhere. <laughs> and Dick said, that really kind of got my mind going. He goes, man, we looked everywhere for weeds. We could not find one dandelion, you know, anywhere as an example. So well, my wife, because uh, some of the family's coming down, she found an article about the things you're not supposed to do at Augusta. And it's a long list including running. Uh, you can't sit down on the ground. Like you sit down on the ground across your legs. You can't sit on the ground. They're not allowed. Uh, I'm trying to think of some of the other things. Oh, by the way, you can take pictures Monday through Wednesday during the practice rounds, but you cannot bring a cell phone in. So if you're going to take pictures, you're going to need an actual digital camera. You cannot, your phone does not get through security to get onto the grounds. And I know that seems extreme, but the more that goes on, the more I kind of like it. Because you watch any other tournament, and here's you know here's Jordan Spieth teeing off at the 18th tee at Valspar. Tournament's on the line, and the camera shows him there's a gallery run. What's the gallery doing? 
half of them have a cell phone out and they're videoing this this historic moment they happen to be there. It, that's a bad look. Yeah. And, and not a terrible look, but everyone's so hooked on their phone. I think it's maybe good to get people unhooked because there's no, once you have people on the course, they are going to get their phone out. They're going to talk. They're going to not put it on silent and click in their camera clicks. I mean, there's people who don't realize if you put your phone on silent, when you take a picture, the, the shutter doesn't make a noise. It should be pretty simple, but there's people who don't know that. So they're going to extremes to stop it. And uh, the other wild card is if you're going to meet some friends on the course, you got to do it the old fashioned way. You can't call them on your phone because you can't bring them in. It's like, well, I'll meet you under the big tree on seven at two o'clock. And by the way, you better wear a wristwatch because otherwise you won't know when two o'clock is. Right. Because you don't have your phone. All kinds of interesting stuff like that where it's a throwback and it's refreshing, even though a lot of techies are going to lose it without their phones. But that's a big one. If you're going there for a practice round, you can bring a camera. You can't bring a phone. How many, do you know anybody who owns a digital camera? I, I don't know many. Yeah, I, well, I do because that's part of what I do, but I, uh, you're right. I've got a drawer full of wristwatches. And I never wear them because I got this damn thing that's sitting right in front of me now saying yeah. it's ten oh two. You know, obsolete. Yeah, it that that's uh, wow, that's pretty nuts. Uh, we're going to take another break talking with um, Gary Van Sickle here. I always love to talk to Gary. We're talking about the Masters and some overviews, and we're going to talk about it in after hours too. But we'll be back in just a minute on Grilling at the Green. Hi, everybody. It's JT, and this is a special version of Grilling at the Green. Grilling at the Green is brought to you in part by Painted Hills Natural Beef. Beef you can be proud to serve your family and friends. That's Painted Hills Natural Beef. Welcome back to Grilling at, Grilling at the Green, if I can talk today. We're talking with Gary Van Sickle. I was going to tell you, we're talking about something in the last... Uh, last segment gary about no no cell phones in that now are you allowed to have one in the media center i can take it into the media center but i can't take it outside and i cannot take it into the interview area we have an we have a a room that's kind of a theater style almost where the interviews are done when they bring a player in the official interviews you can't bring a phone in because you know when when that was allowed sooner or later once or twice in a day somebody's ringer would go off and sure. there's one master's official who that's his pet peeve so he changed the rule you can't take it in but yeah that's uh I, you know i one year i was standing up by a green and my back was just really stiff i was bent over i'm just bending over to stretch my back you know i'm standing there got my hands arms dangling down or i have my hands on my knees and i'm down have my hands on my feet and one of the Pinkerton guards, guys by the green comes over and says, sir, are you all right? Are you all right? Uh, yeah, I, I'm just stretching my back. Oh, okay, okay. So that's how meticulously I was, I was bent over, and they were afraid, you know, I was having a heart attack or something. So yeah. they, they don't miss many tricks there, and there are cameras everywhere. You know, there's, there's been stories about the guys who try to hop the gate and break in. They don't get very far. There's motion sensors. There's... Who knows what they've got? They probably have snipers. I don't know. 
They have raccoons with Uzis. I don't know. Money is no object at Augusta National, and that's one reason it's so incredible. Yeah. Uh, Because, you know, I mean, Bill Gates is a member. He could could fund the club for the entire year out of his, uh, you know, piggy bank, not never mind his bank account. So they they don't miss a trick there. And you could say it's over the top, and you might be right. But it also results in, by far, the best – golf experience for players and fans that there is. And I don't know what second it's, it's not even close. Maybe. uh, I don't know. I was trying to think, I mean, I've got the old course on the screen today behind me. Oh, you're not really there, Jeff. I know. I know. Wait a minute. That's false advertising. It's one of those virtual tricks we play here. Yeah, I know. It looks, it looks, it looks great. But I, I think maybe that would be the second experience. Well, you know, you know what's funny, though, is about the old course, uh, they have a lot of double greens. So in the fairways of butt. So as a spectator, you have to stay around the outside. Those holes are together. There's crossing points where you have to cross two holes at once to get the other side. There's no walking in between the holes. Yeah. So there's half as much room to spectate from. The course is pretty much dead flat. That's why you see all these all these Brits bringing little step stools and mini ladders to to see because there's no place to get a point of view. They have grandstands, obviously, but yeah, you have to you only go around kind of the outside of the golf course on that because those double greens, those holes are together in the middle, and it's it's a lot. You know, uh, Kiowa Island is like that also. Uh, a lot of the a lot of the holes you're only allowed on one side. Well, now you have uh, twice as many spectators in one area as you would have had. So sure. it doesn't enhance the experience. But I'll give you this: there's if there's one place you want to be at, it's the old course. Absolutely, whether you're watching, whether you're walking your dog on Sunday when the course is closed, it's a great place to be. I, I would I would agree with that. You know, it's uh, the 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 master's experience is either, you know, pimento and cheese or egg salad, that type of thing at um, St. Andrews. You take a shot at haggis. That's the only thing I'm going to say about that. Well, you, they, they have a thing called a jacket potato. And uh, it's basically a baked potato in a oil or whatever they want, whatever they use. And then they slop stuff onto it, you know, kind of like going to TGI Fridays and you sure. get the, bacon and cheese on top of your potato but they have a jack potato they put all kinds of stuff on it uh that's pretty good uh in augusta my thing to me the masters didn't start until i had my first fried chicken sandwich which is a delicacy used to be able to get in the course Uh, eventually you got it in the media room and when somebody took over about eight years ago who knew what they were doing they said hey these 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 fried chicken sandwiches they had like a peppery breading and they were made by all these, you know, ladies in town in Augusta who churned them out. They were really homemade. He, this guy came in and said, you know, these sandwiches aren't being refrigerated. You know, they're out in the course at all the concession stands. Yeah. We can't, you can't do that. You're just asking for a lawsuit. We're going to jump into after hours here. Gary, thank you for uh, being on the this part of the show and the second part of the show. Uh, Gary Van Sickle from Sports Illustrated and Morning Read and the universe. That's where he hangs out these days. Anyway, we appreciate it. And um, folks, I uh, hope you enjoy the Masters coming up. 
And uh, we'll be back next week with another edition of Grilling at the Green. Take care. Grilling at the Green is produced by JTSD Productions, LLC, in association with Salem Media Group, all rights reserved.